sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, your daily delight of a history podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. The people, the places, and the events of our past, which should be celebrated. In today's episode, continuing through our Dynamic Duos Month, it is a love letter to Kate and Allie, two of our favorite single moms. In 1984, they brought a non-traditional family into our homes and showed us that life does go on after divorce. This dynamic duo embraced their roles as single parents with grace, strength, and humor, supporting each other every step of the way. I'm Alicia Mintz. And I invite you to join me today for this love letter to Kate and Allie, right after a brief word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Kate and Allie, single motherhood was not a new thing in the 1980s, but a sitcom about single moms was still a fairly novel concept in 1984. Kate and Allie brought the trials and triumphs of single motherhood to our living rooms. With your relatable personalities and everyday challenges, you made us feel like we were a part of your lives. Writer Sherry Coben came up with the idea for your show while attending her high school reunion. She saw some divorcees there discussing their situations with each other and seemingly finding comfort in their shared experiences. This sparked the concept for a show about women like those at her high school reunion supporting each other after a divorce. She developed a script for a sitcom about single motherhood, which had become a prevalent and important issue during that time. She called the show Two Mommies. Susan St. James liked the script and the role of Kate right away. St. James was close friends with Jane Curtin and convinced her that the role of Allie should be hers. Now renamed Kate and Allie, the show aired from March 19, 1984 until May 22, 1989. Set in New York City, Kate and Allie, you took on a life in the Big Apple blending your families together to form a new, unconventional one. You two ladies were opposites in so many ways, but we loved how you supported each other, shared in raising your children, laughed together and cried together too. Let's take a minute to remind ourselves what was going on in your lives when you invited us into that Greenwich Village brownstone apartment that you shared. 
Kate McCardle, played by Susan St. James, was the fun-loving, free-spirited friend working as a travel agent and raising her daughter named Emma, played by Ari Myers. Kate was divorced from her unreliable part-time actor husband, Max. Allie Lowell, played by Jane Curtin, was the more conservative one, newly divorced from a successful doctor who had been unfaithful. Allie is the mother of two kids, Chip, played by Frederick Kohler, and Jenny, played by Allison Smith. Allie stayed home to take care of the house and kids. She was also pursuing the college degree she had never finished after getting married. Both of you are not only navigating single motherhood together, but also supporting each other through your dating adventures and misadventures. It seems strange to us now, but back in the 1980s, watching two strong, independent, single women on television was not a common thing. And you two were trailblazers in this area. You represented struggles that many women were dealing with, but didn't see portrayed in sitcoms. The concept of your show was unique, the characters were lovable, and the writing was smart and funny. No wonder your show was an instant success. Although CBS didn't know how audiences would respond to you, it didn't take them long to see how much America wanted to see how you were through the challenges and joys of your day-to-day lives. First, you were just a mid-season replacement and CBS had only committed to six episodes, but the audience and critical reactions caused them to sign on to a full season for 1984. You two were so impressive that your first episode ranked number four out of the television shows airing that week. This may not sound like a big deal at first read, but when we consider the powerhouse television shows you were up against, it's clear what a huge accomplishment this was. The other shows on television during that fall of 1984 were The Cosby Show, Fame, Dallas, Cheers, Cagney and Lacey, Family Ties, Give Me a Break, Magnum P.I., Webster, The A-Team, and The Facts of Life. This is an impressive list, and it's only some of the popular shows at the time. By your second season, CBS had constructed a strong night of television on Mondays with you at the center of it. Your lineup was Scarecrow and Mrs. King from 8 to 9 p.m., Kate and Allie from 9 to 9.30, followed by Newhart from 9.30 to 10, and the evening was finished up with Cagney and Lacey from 10 to 11. Wow, what a night of television. Your episodes always began with a conversation between the two of you. This was a very clever way to get to know the both of you better. Through these short conversations, we were able to learn a bit more about your backstory, your friendship, and understand you as characters. Your episodes always ended with the two of you having a conversation about the events that were the subject of the script for that week. This consistency with the opening and closing of each episode was brilliant and really helped us as an audience bond with the both of you. During your run, Kate and Allie was one of the most popular sitcoms of the entire decade of the 1980s. Critics loved you also. Jane Curtin won two Emmy Awards for Best Actress in a Comedy Series for her portrayal of Allie. Susan St. James was nominated three times for an Emmy for Best Actress in a Comedy Series for her portrayal of Kate. So many of us could relate to your friendship. 
You had been friends since childhood, so you shared a deep understanding of each other and your differences complemented the other's personality. You were open and honest with each other in ways that only lifelong friends can be. In a lot of ways, you were more like sisters than friends. Although not everyone had a friendship like yours, those who didn't sure wished they did. You took on serious issues like divorce, infidelity, sexual harassment, financial stability, along with all of the typical issues that come up while dating, raising kids, and managing relationships with their own parents. But maybe your most important achievement was being one of the first non-traditional families on our television screen. You definitely weren't the nuclear family, normally depicted on sitcoms, but the love you all had for one another and the ways that you were there for each other through the good and the bad showed us that any group of people can be a happy and functional family. It didn't always take a mother and a father to make a house a home. You graced our television screens from 1984 to 1989, and during those years, we saw you both and your kids go on quite a journey. By the end of your five-year run, your kids were in college, and you had started a business together. Here's to you, Kate and Allie, independent single moms and television sitcom pioneers. You were out there in New York City fighting the good fight and showing your kids how to be strong successful, and resilient all the way back in 1984. Non-traditional families everywhere watched you represent them with intelligence, compassion, and humor, and saw that it was okay for their family to look a little different. We've come a long way since then, and Kate and Allie, you helped show us the way. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Love Letters 2. Until we meet again, darlings, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings. Stay in love.